0: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
1: Hi and welcome to the podcast, I'm Scott Benjamin. And I am Ben Boland. Ben, today we're going to talk about an advancement in something that you wouldn't really think needs to be advanced, I guess, maybe. <laughs> uh, we've talked about um, side view mirrors that are being replaced by cameras, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, this is a, an example of a rear view mirror that has been replaced by a camera. And it's it's kind of an exciting development because it, it's so simple, but it makes a huge difference. I've watched enough videos of this and, and seen enough of this uh, actually in action Mm-hmm. Uh, to be a true believer in this system,
2: right, because understandably listeners uh, you guys know us pretty well. Uh, if we hear about a new innovation like this, you know replacing something very simple with very few moving parts with an electronic system, then you know that uh, Scott and I are both going to tend to be skeptical about it. But I'll be honest with you, man, I'm sold as well. This seems like a cool idea.
1: It doesn't seem to get much easier than just a piece of glass that's polished or however they make mirrors. I mean, we've got got an article probably on how they make mirrors. We do. And we have probably an article on how rearview mirrors work. We also do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So we've got a lot of different articles, but and those are really, really simple. But... This is also a simple device as well. I mean, we've we've seen cameras in cars. We've seen uh you know rear backup cameras, right. and, uh cameras for parking and cameras for um just blind spots. Yeah, right? I mean cameras that you don't really uh, see a readout from that are like lane detection cameras, things like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh this is so simple, Ben. It's a it's a um well, you know what? Let's let's kind of work our way into it here. How about that? Sure.
2: Okay. Uh I can I can han- answer one of the first big questions here, which is why are people making these smart rear-view cameras? Yeah, because
1: they have limitations, right? Right. So, so, what are the answers?
2: Well, the answers are that in a uh, in a short amount of time, in the big scheme of things, Uncle Sam is going to require all cars to have a camera system of some sort. Oh, well, okay, that's an angle that I wasn't
1: even thinking of because I forgot that whole aspect of federal regulations. Every gonna... every new car, at uh, least. Oh, every new car. Okay, so it is changing, and believe it mm-hmm. or not, I mean, I I know some of our listeners are going to have a hard time believing that because I did. When I first heard about it, that right. they're going to require you have a rear-view camera mounted that, that feeds this mirror. Um, now, one of the other limitations that I think we should mention is yeah. that with a standard mirror, sometimes you have a limited view angle. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a, there's just a, a simply a, a physical limitation to how much you can see from that rear-view rear view mirror. And um I, I guess they can be blocked by cargo. They can be blocked by tall passengers in the back seat. Huh, right cargo is probably the big one right Mm -hmm. um or something like um you know today i was on my way into work and i was looking in the rearview mirror thinking about this podcast and thinking well how much can i really see out of this because it's worked fine for me up to this point until now i've seen what i could be seeing with the nissan system right but i was looking in there and i realized that you know the back headrests block uh kind of like the lower corners of the mirror Mm -hmm. uh, left and right Mm -hmm. and i was thinking well i could take those out but then the rear passengers don't have the headrest and that's kind of a safety issue as well so you know there's there's limitations to even what you think is a good setup with your current rearview
2: mirror. Yeah, and I uh, I love that you said tall passengers. Somebody doesn't even have to be especially tall if they sit in that middle back seat. Yeah, Then the mirror is uh has a huge blind spot in the middle. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, uh, what
1: about low light situations?
2: That was, you're reading my mind. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. No, that's no, perfect. You didn't. Okay. Was,
1: so, um, you know, the camera can adjust for that, right?
2: Right. The camera can adjust for visibility, uh, and in that kind of, well, weather's not the right word, but you know what I mean. If it's really dark and you're in a rural area, then it can adjust for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, listeners, Scott, Scott's giving me a little bit of a grin because
1: uh we both ha- we both have to prep to say rural right yeah, Oh, sure yeah that yeah. and uh, in fact i'm having a little trouble with rear view mirrors over and over again but uh it's uh, a word of ours i'll work through it <laughs> yeah so uh so yes. Well, okay so you mentioned you mentioned weather mm-hmm. the other thing is like let's say you're in a parking garage and that's one that they highlight in uh, in their safety videos from Nissan mm-hmm. is that if you're in a parking garage they show you the standard view and they show you the camera view and it's night and day difference i mean i know that sounds funny but it's night and day (laughs) difference really uh between what you can see in those in those dark situations or you know leaving uh leaving a bright environment going into a dark environment like a Mm -hmm. parking garage it's something that you need to really uh i don't know be aware of that you know your vision is is limited at that point so if there's anything that can kind of boost the gain on that i guess for Mm you i don't know is that the right term maybe well
2: if there's anything that can improve your performance
1: (laughs) maybe that's yeah, let's not try to even get into the uh, the terms because I don't know if I'm throwing them around the right way or well,
2: not. Well, um, one thing that we should point out on this is that we have talked about rear view camera systems before. We've touched on them. Mm-hmm. Um, this smart rear view mirror system is different. It's not necessarily the same as other rear view cameras. And how so? Uh, well, first off, it is. It has a little bit of adaptive ability, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was looking at some of the. I was looking at some of the other camera systems. I think you mentioned side view cameras beforehand. Sure. But those cameras for side mirror replacements, right? They're always on. The smart mirror in in this Nissan, at least, you activate it.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's a push of a button underneath, right? So mm-hmm. you have the option to use it as you would a standard reflective, uh, metallic surface, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a standard mirror would be, or you could go to this camera view. And I don't know why, Ben, I mean, looking at the difference between the two, I don't know why you would ever go to that rear view mirror standard view. Oh, I right. guess, unless <laughs> you're trying to keep your eye on the kids in the back seat or something like that, maybe, because you, you can't get that with the camera view because the camera is placed, uh, just behind the glass, the rear glass. So it's mm-hmm. inside the vehicle, which is nice. Uh, it's not affected by weather, you know, snow, slush, whatever. Yeah. Um, They mentioned that, you know, it's, it's always a clear view, but I wonder how that is cape, you know, how it's capable of that. Maybe there's a heating element near it, near Mm -hmm. it that uh, keeps it, you know, clean and uh, fog free, I guess. Um, I'm sure there's a way around that because the images are very, very crisp. Uh, they're high resolution images. So they're, it's Mm a very nice camera view. Uh, the thing that they had to deal with, I guess, there was kind of a problem with this initially is that they couldn't get the, um, uh, the perspective, right? You know how, um, right. yeah. You know, older TVs were more of a box. What is it, four by three? Is that mm-hmm. the uh, the standard configuration? They went sixteen by nine, and everybody kind of knows the the problems that go with stretching the image to make it look right. Well, they had to develop a camera and a and a, and a monitor that would work together that would give you what is a a comfortable, intuitive feeling mirror. It's something that you're accustomed to seeing in the exact same position and shape and everything, the same view Mm -hmm. that you would normally get from, not, maybe not view because you're getting a better view. Right. But but the same experience, the same mirror
2: experience, rear view mirror experience. That's (laughs) a good way to say it. Yeah. Because we're also talking about it. We're also talking about the, the verisimilitude. It needs to look like you are actually seeing real things in a mirror. And the problem that I think we're both getting at here is when they first came out, um, and they were using this LCD screen, uh, the image they were getting from your standard wide angle camera was low resolution and I'll, am we're a family show, but I'll, I'll say it this way. It was kind of crappy.
1: Yeah. And it was distorted to fit. You know, they had to right. stretch, stretch it to fit and they had to squish it down from the top and it just didn't work. So they had to develop all this, uh, this kind of new technology. Not, I'm sure it wasn't all that difficult. Like really. a new screen. Exactly right. But the idea was to put it in the exact same position mm-hmm. that your standard mirror is or your traditional mirror has always been. So that you always look up, you know, you always look up to find find it in the same spot, that same view. Yeah. Now that that's the difference between, you know, like the older systems that tried to uh, do something like this with you looking into the center console, you know, down to the right or right. down to yeah. the left, and uh, or even in the uh, in the instrument gauge or mm-hmm. or um, kind of like maybe a holographic almost image that would yeah. be, be projected on the windshield. There were attempts at that. All right, Ben, and I wanted to talk about this just for a second, if you, if we can, but yeah. I want to talk about the side rear view mirrors as well. Ooh, okay. And I think that's the right way to say it. I'll say side mirrors from now on. How about that? <laughs> okay. But, you know, think about this. We're, we've talked about, um, you know, aerodynamics and the, the role that that plays in, in the kind of push to go this way with mirrors, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yep. just, I guess maybe that, you know, it, it can provide some of the, uh, some of the benefits that we've already talked about for this rear view mirror also in the side view mirrors. And the thing about that is, though, you're, you're going to have to have a screen or something similar that's mounted somewhere inside the car. That is not in the exact same position that you're accustomed to looking uh, yep. uh, for the side view mirror in the past, and it becomes an issue of well, I think there's there's regulations against uh, screens that project images or that uh, that that show uh, live images, I guess, as you're driving. You know that's why the rear view oh, camera can't okay. be activated unless you're in reverse or uh, parked or yeah, you know, at below at speeds below five miles per hour. You know whatever that is, mm-hmm. uh, so you can't constantly be monitoring that rear view camera that you have, you know, mounted to your bumper for parking all the time.
0: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for
2: more. The idea there being, and I'm not saying I completely agree with it, but the idea there being that we don't want people to essentially watch television while they drive.
1: Exactly. And I mean, you can, you can imagine that you can, you can kind of look in your car. If you're in a car right now and wherever you look, you know, for the, the driver's side mirror, rear view mirror or the, yeah. the passenger side rear view mirror, take a look and you can kind of picture where you could put an image that would be similar in size and, and shape to that inside the car. Oh, sure. Uh, but... The problem is, is it attached to the the door at that point? Because that's a little rough on a, on a uh, screen to be open and closed all the time. That's what I was
2: going to say. The door mount is one of the best places, unless you get it right there in the pillar.
1: Well, if you put it on the car, if you put it in the pillar, then that becomes um, maybe a uh, I don't know a, some another type of problem. You know, it becomes right. a sight obstruction, I guess. Uh, if you put it down low into the front, or yeah. you know, whether you put it up high. And and you know above the uh, passenger's head, you know, does that is that a problem as well? Does it interfere with airbag? You know, side curtain sure. airbags. Yeah. And, uh, there's all kinds of issues that they have to kind of weed out for this whole thing. So where are they going to put the side view mirror images? That's that's another whole problem, and they're really working on on Ooh. what they're going to do with that, and how is it going to look compared to the way it looks now. But the rear view mirror thing, this seems to be just such a simple, easy way to uh, you know accomplish this that uh, yeah. I don't see why it hasn't been done already it's organic it's not uh
2: over complicating things cuz one of the big concerns that we've talked about before is that when you start adding more and more bells and whistles to a vehicle right and the, and the ride becomes increasingly computerized uh then there's all sorts of all sorts of weird and very cool stuff you can do in your central console but That can also prevent you from doing the main thing you're supposed to be doing, which is
1: driving. That's right. And with this, there's zero distraction. And that's it. There's, you don't really have to interact with this at all. The camera's already positioned, ready, ready to go. You just simply get a crisp image up there. That's, that's all it is. And the only, and there's a little tiny indicator in the corner that says camera view or something like Mm -hmm. that. And it lets you know that you're in the camera view versus the standard mirror view, which is, again, the polished glass.
2: Now I want to go ahead and, uh, point out my billion dollar idea for this billion dollar idea. All right, my half a billion dollar idea for this. <laughs> uh, what if ultimately rear view mirrors, as we understand them in a car, what if ultimately they uh, become like a pair of glasses that you wear when you drive a car, hmm. and that presents the views to you? Oh boy, is I that don't know, too crazy? Too science fiction? It might
1: be a little too much Tron for me. Yeah, well it's
2: not gonna, it's not a whole billion dollar idea, it's about a half billion. (laughs) But I think, I think that's something we could see happen given you Google Glass technology.
1: Exactly, I was just gonna mention Google Glass and, and Mm -hmm. you know some of the issues that go along with that and I know, I know that people have, you know, got an opinion one way or the other about google glass right um, oh yeah and, and what they think about that and i'm how would, against it how would you uh how would you think about i am also <laughs> but how would you feel about you know putting on a pair of glasses every time you get in the car to drive i mean that's, that's a very good that'd point be a too. little strange but mm-hmm. you know what who knows maybe there'll be a vehicle that that type of technology is adapted to mm-hmm. or for and our,
2: our our point being this is all just a series of sidebars because our point being about the smart rear view mirror system is that this is not vaporware. That's something we should totally, totally hammer home. This is not by any means vaporware or some sort of malarkey prototype that's never gonna make it out of the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh this, this system, uh, debuted at the 2014 New York Auto Show, right?
1: Yeah, and it's scheduled to go into production as early as 2015 globally, but I believe that it's going to go into production in Japan this year.
2: Yeah, and, uh, talk about accolades it already won uh, a pretty prestigious award the 2014 traffic safety achievement award from the world traffic safety symposium
1: yeah that was in uh, at the new york auto show as well mm-hmm. and uh, they had you know there's a little line here that i'd like to read from this uh, this press release that nissan uh sent out it says uh, you're smart why isn't your rearview mirror so i thought that was pretty clever because <laughs> i mean that's the whole thing if you want to search for this information about this it's just called the uh Nissan Smart Rearview Mirror. It's very simple, simple name, easy to find online. Uh they say the Smart Rearview Mirror was recognized as one of the most cutting edge life saving safety features available in vehicles today. Now again, that's a pretty strong statement, right? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean that's kind of up there with uh what were the other things we talked about? ABS mm-hmm. and there was one other one that they said it was oh, was it tire pressure monitoring? Tire pressure Was it? It it, There were a couple of really basic technologies that they said they had actual numbers that that it actually saves lives. Mm -hmm. And I believe that was one of them. I'll have to double-check our notes here. But um, it says, according to the World Traffic Safety Symposium, uh, the award is acknowledgement for Nissan's continued effort uh, to use and develop technology that will result in safer roadways for pedestrians and vehicles alike. Now, I know that's a, uh, you know, a a lot of PR (laughs) speak, but... I want to tell you that they're also kind of piggybacking this on top of uh, something that Nissan calls their safety shield concept. I mean, the safety shield concept, if you want to look that up. And yeah, This yeah. isn't a Nissan commercial by any means, but I'm telling you, they, they've got a pretty good system here, and it's about... 15 safety features or systems that kind of work together as part of this whole safety shield system that they, they offer as a package. Mm. And I'm not trying to sell any cars or anything by any means, but. Oh, that's right. Um, Scott,
2: we, we should have told people at the beginning. Yeah. Nissan is not paying us to say any of
1: this. No, this is just a really cool thing. And, it, yeah. and it's part of a bigger thing that we need to just mention here. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, the safety shield concept thing is, uh, is monitor. Respond and protect. I believe is that that's the three layers. Right, as they go yeah. closer to the vehicle, and you know under monitor they've got something called the around... I'm going to go not going to go through all these. Sure, there's fifteen of them, but they've got something called the around view monitor, and I think you'll remember us talking about this. Ooh. This is the one that gives you a bird's eye view of your vehicle. Yep, uh, based on what the cameras within the vehicle are seeing around the vehicle at the time. It's a, it's a really neat. So technology. let's
2: just let's just play play that back slower for everybody, Scott. Sure, this, this takes its calculations of the camera angles that you, that you have right around your car and then from that it stitches it all together in this weird frankenstein's monster way mm-hmm. to give you a birds eye view while you're driving of that's your how, own vehicle yeah, that's, that's crazy that is so
1: neat yeah and then there's of course you know some of the more simple things like tire pressure monitoring systems and right. lane, lane departure warning and you know if we skip over to the re- respond, there's about six more of those mm-hmm. If you go to the response section there's vehicle dynamic control there's traction control systems mm-hmm. a couple more of those as well then you get into protect and that's more like the airbag systems and supplemental side impact airbags and um, active head restraints things like that so mm-hmm. this system again there's 15 or 16 of these things now they're gonna couple that together with you know this this Nissan safety shield concept and and make it um, you know one of these package deals that has you know every, it's everything about safety really
2: right they're <clears throat> if I, if I could say this without ruffling any feathers uh they're going for that Volvo spot
1: uh that is probably what you know they're what kind I mean? of
2: angling towards I would think the yeah. death proof car. <laughs> Which is still elusive. We, uh, we should also point out that, um, that, that Nissan has a good track record with these kind of innovations or with at least maybe not always with safety, but
1: being on the cutting edge, they, they stick out, I think. Yeah. They definitely have a, a significant amount of technology packed into their cars, even now. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking forward, I think they're just going to improve upon that. Yeah, that's that's probably what they're going to do. I mean, looking at this and then, you know, that, uh, you know, more developments are on their way. And one of the biggest things, uh, one of the biggest areas, I guess, where Mm -hmm. they can grow and develop all this Mm -hmm. is racing.
0: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian, someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously, it's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? tarian I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash paper
3: Get emotional with me, Ravi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. Emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry, as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals – It is true, ladies and gentlemen, uh, did you know that the rear-view mirror itself, as a concept, comes from racing? As a matter of fact, a, a, a great deal of uh, the everyday things you see in your car, especially safety-related, also ultimately derive from racing.
1: Yeah. As we've had a podcast about remember? As we have
2: had a podcast, our long-time t- listeners will remember You'll also note, uh, race fans, that this practice continues today if you want to see what the safety features of you know the next 10 years are so just pay attention to what people are
1: doing in the pits it is uh the ultimate harsh testing environment that they Mm -hmm. that they love engineers developers love to take new technology throw Mm -hmm. it in their race car you know development program and see how it works because it's put to the test immediately and often you know in endurance endurance races things like that uh, it's a perfect place, a perfect test bed for a lot of this technology. And as a matter of fact, the smart mirror was uh, was already tested in this year's Le Mans race in a Nissan vehicle um a Nissan vehicle that's called the uh what is it called then the
2: the Z-O'd RC which stands for uh zero emission on demand race car and if you haven't seen the, the
1: Zeod RC oh you have to look at it please right now do what stop whatever you're doing and do a Google <laughs> search for the Zeod RC this is that crazy looking delta wing um, you know mm-hmm. style vehicle that they've developed and it's uh you know from of course from the delta wing aircraft design uh but it's nissan's lamar race car and it races in a series or in a uh a class i guess at lamar called the garage 56 class Mm -hmm. and i don't think i don't think the car actually did all that well this year it was the first year for the thing and i um it it achieved everything that it wanted to in believe it or not ben in the 23 laps that it did run It, it went out with something that was not technical at all. It went out with a transmission problem. Oh, wow. They just couldn't get it to shift right. And, I mean, I, 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 say I mean, they put I mean, so much new stuff in here. It went out with a mechanical problem. Mechanical... I, it is technical problem. It's not a. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't fault of any of the the latest and greatest technology. That's actually kind of uh, old school tech, really. No, no, yeah. None Something of the broke. experiments
2: went wrong. Something
1: just broke. That's what happened, and it just couldn't shift right. So, uh, but the thing is that it's a. Uh, and I'll describe it just briefly here. The car is the first car to race in the twenty four hours of Le Mans without mirrors. That's one thing. Right. Um, also, the first car to attempt um, a full eight and a half mile lap of Le Mans on. All electric energy. So it's an electric vehicle that's paired with a gasoline engine as well.
2: Oh yeah, we've got some details on that. So it's, uh, it's got the electric drivetrain, uh, paired with a suitcase sized 400 horsepower, 1.5, uh, three cylinder turbocharged engine. And that engine weighs about
1: 88 pounds. 88 pounds. Now I just recently looked at a shot of, uh, you know, someone, some, uh, an engineer somewhere holding that engine in their hands or holding it like you would, uh, well again, like a suitcase. Very, very small. it's 88 pounds, yeah, 400 horse. This is a race car engine with 400 horsepower and 280 pound feet of torque. Mm-hmm. Um, that is more horsepower per pound than a Formula One car has right now. Mm-hmm. That's now, an impressive engine.
2: Now the uh, some people might be listening to us and saying, hey, what about that Audi that had a camera system mm-hmm. in Lamont? Uh, interesting note here. Although you are correct that the R18 e-tron did have a rear-view camera, mm-hmm.
1: it still had side mirrors. Ah, so it still had the external mirrors on the on the front fenders yep. that, uh, that the ZODRC RC does not have. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing we probably should mention here is that if there was a failure of this system ever during the race, uh, they were able to swap out those uh, those electronic mirrors, I guess, quickly, or they were able to add standard traditional mirrors to this oh thing. okay so you know if there was a problem but you know what there was not a problem the technology worked flawlessly i guess everything worked fine and they said that even during testing there was never a problem with the rearview mirror system so everything works out fine uh they didn't have to swap them out or anything like that but that was kind of the backup i guess
2: oh i have a. you you know i was thinking about this when i this is a bit of a sidebar and i'm sorry oh I that's was, all right. i was thinking about this when i was heading into work today um just so everybody knows i made us a little late getting to the podcasting booth um because i had some misadventures was it with a honda odyssey (laughs) you know i cannot place the blame unfairly (laughs) i'm sure they were stopping someone from doing something important probably but it wasn't me that day i I switched up my route scott they don't know where i'm at fair enough Uh, but anyhow yeah so running late i was also looking at the rearview mirror as we were driving and uh this this Old line from a comedian that I really like called Mitch Hedberg popped mm-hmm. in my head. And he said, you know, I love escalators because they never break. They just become stairs. <laughs> That's you a good know? point. So you should never put, uh, and he continues, and I'm not going to quote his whole bit. That's one of the things I think is the smartest about the smart mirror system is that when it breaks, when that LCD screen doesn't work, it just becomes a rear view
1: mirror. That's right. If it's somehow obstructed or you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're uh, Rear window is somehow compromised, you know, for whatever reason. Right, yeah. I don't know what that would be. I mean, Uh, I'm trying to think. Let's say hail, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There has to be a lot of hail. I'm not exactly sure what would happen there. Vandalism, maybe. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's right. There's always a backup. And and you know that view mirrors are extremely important to race car drivers. Yes. A lot of people don't know that, but they really are watching those mirrors all the time. And it's really important. And I watched, and I was thinking, how is this going to really improve what they do? How is it going to help them? Well, they've got a slightly different one that they use in the ZODRC. And Stop I watched, the civilian. I watched the video and it's a little different and it's something that's worth looking at because it's, it's, it's amazing how intuitive this thing is right away. When I looked at it, I, I could understand immediately what was going on in the, in the image that they showed of this thing on the track because it mm-hmm. was during testing. And if you want to take a look at the YouTube video that, uh, that kind of highlights this and shows you how it really works, um, it's called Nissan Zod RC with no. I think it's just with no mirrors, mm-hmm. and it's very very short. It's like a minute and a half. It'll tell you how this uh how the race version of this mirror works, and it shows you the icons that the driver sees. Because as you can imagine, there's very limited rear view, uh, you know, capability. I guess in this car, when you see it, you'll understand. When you see the design mm-hmm. of it, you'll you'll get it. Right. Um, but if you know, when if you see the rear view image that's projected from this camera onto the mirror, which is the again the test for the civilian version of this whole thing, uh, you're going to understand that you know like understand how it was showing this. And, and as a car approaches, there's a uh, like a red triangle that sh- I'm sorry, a yellow triangle that mm-hmm. shows up, and it shows yeah. that the vehicle's fast, if, you know, approaching quickly. A red one is even faster. And then as the vehicle is next to you, there's a g- giant red or yellow arrow. That shows that the vehicle is next to you in a blind spot, so there's no chance that this driver is going to, uh, you know, bump somebody inadvertently because of obstructed view. Mm-hmm. So even without mirrors, is a perfectly safe system. Right. So long as it works. So long as it yeah. works. That's right. And honestly, I mean, it looking yeah. looking back at the Le Mans race from this year, it worked perfectly.
2: Yeah. The um, I I have a little bit of a tough time with this because I'm such a fan of the ZOE RC shape you Mm -hmm. know
1: it looks like something
2: you would see in a japanese cartoon
1: i gotta say i wasn't crazy about it to begin with but i've seen it now driving and seen you know some more uh, development technology that goes into this thing yeah it's pretty amazing yeah with the delta wing stuff and the drivers speak very highly of it that it's a very maneuverable vehicle it sticks to the track well it looks so bizarre but it's really a neat design.
2: Now we could, you know, we could almost do a separate podcast on those kind of designs for racing because I'm also surprised to hear them say it handles well. Uh, it
1: doesn't look like <laughs> it, it does, would. Does, does it? not. It's got no. Kind of spindly little tires at the front, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently that just makes it cut like a knife. I mean, I guess it's very, very um, agile on the mm-hmm. track, and that's what the drivers love about it.
2: Now, Scott, at this point, this time uh this is one of my favorite parts of our podcast when I get to ask you just some entirely speculative questions. Oh, sure. Uh before we go on to anything else. I'll do my best. Okay. First things first. We know these federal regulations at least in the United States are coming. Mm-hmm. Do you think that do you think they really will apply to all new cars?
1: Oh boy, that's a tough one. But you know, if if they've got technology like this in the Nissan already, and other manufacturers, you know, they look at what other manufacturers do. And yeah, that's next true. Next year, everybody will have one of these, or you know, half of them will. And then the following year, everybody will have it. It's kind of that trickle down yeah. effect, right? Okay, I'm sure that uh, that that systems like these are coming to not just Nissan, but also to Ford, General Motors, Chrysler, probably overseas as well. I'm sure because you know these are going to be seen already in in uh, the Nissan vehicles that they sell in Japan. There's mm-hmm. going to be copycats there as well. Yeah. So this is something that, uh, I think it, I think it only helps people the more this is out there, really. Is that what you think? I mean, do you think that, uh, it's going to work the way that they say it's going to work? I do think that it will,
2: I do think it'll work, um, pretty well and it'll be improvement on smart rearviews. What I'm a little bit hesitant about or hesitant agreeing with is the idea that this will reduce accidents as much as they think it will. Because I think there's, there's a learning curve clearly with, uh, it won't be as bad as the rear view cameras that are in a center console, um, you know, monitor screen. Mm-hmm. But I think that, um, it can be easy to, it can be easy to exaggerate the mm. perceived benefits of this. I'm just saying I'd like to see some more numbers uh i do remain i know i sound like a caveman here but I, I always remain skeptical of something that goes from a purely mechanical system to uh essentially purely
1: electronic system we, we both are on the same page i mean yeah. why why add complexity to something that really doesn't need to be complex at all
2: but uh, you know scott also you're right it is a much better uh picture it's but streets ahead. Think about this.
1: Think about this. Let's let's say that you're uh, you're packed up in your uh, well, we've got a Honda Element, mm-hmm. and we're headed up north to uh, to Indiana for Christmas, right? Right. And okay. uh, we've got you know a bunch of Christmas gifts piled on top of enough luggage for a week for three people. Right. So All you right. can't see out the back. Well, I I always do my best. That's the thing. I I even this Honda Element, it's got a reasonable back end, not very, mm-hmm. not huge, but with the seats, you know, in the position yeah. for passengers, there's not a lot of space. Uh, so I'm I'm packing. Trying to pack creatively so that everything stays below that you know, that area that I can see out the back window through the rear view mirror. Oh, you're playing Tetris, huh? Well I am, yeah. But I'm also trying to leave space for me to see because that's yeah. just a safety issue, right? So absolutely. Um, in, instead of relying just on the side view mirrors. So I try to do that. And that limits me to what I'm able to pack into the vehicle. Now, if I had, I could pack with, you know, no limits, I guess, on Mm -hmm. that, you know, treat it almost as if you're packing like a cargo van or something where, you know, you normally wouldn't be able to use a rearview mirror at all. They don't even include one in the vehicle. There's no point in that because there's nothing to look at except for that, uh, you know, the the back of that truck. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know. It seems like this is just something that uh, that could really have a lot of benefits. I think people could really benefit from this. And, And as far as learning curve, I mean, that's what they're going to great pains to uh, to to cover. You right. Know, to say that we're going to put it in the same spot. It's going to be the same shape. It's, it's going, going to look to the same. Feel
2: the same way when you work it. You're yeah. going to have
1: roughly the same view. It's not going to be some weird angle like from you know the like from the lower bumper or something. It's going to be from where you normally would see because I think it's mounted kind of high on the rear view mm-hmm. uh, on the rear window rather. Uh, so I think that you know it's if you were to drive one of these Ben, I bet you would be. I would. I bet you would switch camps immediately. Well.
2: I- that's the thing, man. I'm still on board. I'm just saying that I think they might be exaggerating the, the benefits. I'm not saying there won't be
1: benefits. Oh, I buy that. They always do that. In fact, you know, the stuff that we've been reading. Yeah. That we've, uh, you know, been going through here for this. And if it sounded a bit like a Nissan commercial, I apologize because that's just what we get because it's press releases and it's early, uh, information that's coming out from, you know, the developers and saying here, we're testing this. Here's a YouTube video. Uh, go Nissan yeah so
2: that's that's the way
1: all this information is luckily
2: we also have a fantastic article that we've used for a lot of this podcast uh by one
1: of your freelance writers scott is not that right yeah that's right sharice lapine and uh it's an excellent well-written article and uh you know that has more of a, a i guess an even view of everything and it uh, throws a little bit of the uh, Z O D R C stuff in there as well, so mm-hmm. you know, check that out. There's more to it than what we've talked about even here today. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't think that with just a simple rear view mirror and a camera, right. but uh, there's still a little bit more to it. Yeah, it's the uh,
2: the twenty twenty future of hindsight, right? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good way to put it. It's a weird title. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and head out today. We hope that you have enjoyed our podcast here. I know that Scott, I know that you and I can sometimes sound a little curmudgeonly or whatever, but uh, it's safe to say that we're both on board with this smart rearview mirror, uh, especially in comparison to other rear-view camera systems. I
1: think that's safe to say.
2: And if you'd like to learn more about this, you can always visit us at HowStuffWorks.com, our very own website, CarStuffShow.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we'd love to hear your suggestions for something to cover in an upcoming episode. Our email address is...
1: CarStuff at HowStuffWorks.com
0: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com.
2: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike kingdom of the planet of the apes enter the kingdom in imax this friday and theaters everywhere get tickets now
0: you're a growing business which means you need every spare hour you can find that's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in slack Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug right, needed. Let's go.